0: Hello, everybody. Hey, this is John Finn, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I dot O-R-G. And uh, you can visit our website. We're a worldwide house church network, and we're all about discipleship. That's the supernatural part of it. Goes from something the Lord told me. He said the process of discipleship is supernatural. It's a lifelong process of integrating the teachings of Jesus and how as we walk with the Father God, as we walk with the Lord, integrating those things into our lives. So anyway, Church Without Walls International, C-W-O-W-I dot You can sign up for my weekly thoughts. You can sign up for our next Zoom web meeting, which is, as I'm uh, saying this, it's going to be tomorrow, Thursday, uh, the 22nd of October, 2020 at 8 p.m. Central Time, and then also another one Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Central Time, which is more conducive for European, African, and and some Asian time zones. So, anyway, join us either Thursday or Saturday, and uh, the subject, uh, it says it'll be about tabernacles, but it's about so much more because I'm just gonna lightly touch on that, talk about some other things going on in the body of Christ and prophetically where the Lord is taking us as as the body, not talking world events, but what he's doing in the body of Christ. So anyway, talking today about growth in the Lord. You know, one of the biggest things that people misunderstand, Christians misunderstand, is the difference between relationship and fellowship. And as a result of that, I get emails and just all the time, people afraid for their salvation, afraid that they're gonna be one of the ones who are cast out, even though they've loved the Lord, they've walked with the Lord, but they've got struggles in their lives. And uh, last, yeah, last week I touched on some things. and boy, I'll tell you what the email I got from people, I touched on people who were battling you know addictions and smoking and drinking and gambling and everything like that. And you know, what does that do for their salvation? You'd be surprised how many people thought, you know if people are battling and with, struggling with a habit or something, that that's automatically consigning them to hell or something. And so you, know, I want to talk a little bit more about the growth process. And and the truth of the matter is there is a huge parallel, between physical growth and spiritual growth. Both Peter and Paul make that distinction. For instance, Peter said in 1 Peter 2, 2, said, As newborn babies desire the milk of the word, the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. Now, now Peter's writing his first letter, and he's, it's a general letter to, to the church, evidently. Uh, we don't know specifically who he was talking to, but right off the, the bat there, in his second letter, he just starts out, and he talks about spiritual growth. He says, desire milk like a newborn baby, the milk of the word, so that you can grow. So he's comparing newborn baby and newborn in Christ. Paul said in Galatians 4:19. Now he's he's writing to the Galatians. He's talking to them about having begun in the Spirit. Are you now made complete by by uh, obeying the Messianic law? Become a, what we would call today a Messianic Christian and focusing on the Old Testament law. He said, you know, he said, you know, when God does miracles in your midst, does He do it by the Holy Spirit or by the the, the Mosaic law? Reading the Mosaic law. And he goes on in Galatians 4.19 when he's talking about this, you know, getting off onto some of these things and into bondage again and forgetting the things of the Spirit. Uh, After saying in Galatians 3.28 that that there's neither bond nor free, male nor female, Jew nor Greek, you're all one in Christ. Talk about how we're the children of God. And he says in Galatians 4.19, he says, My little children, I'm travailing in birth again until Christ is formed in you. I'm travailing in birth again until Christ for, is formed in you. My little children. So there he's talking again. He's talking about a birthing process that goes on, and he's travailing in birth again until Christ is formed in you. And so, and, and Paul also wrote, uh, to Ephesus, and in Ephesians 4, 14, 15 he says, "Till we are no more like children, tossed to and fro on the waves by every doctrine and every deceitfulness of a man, uh, so that we can rise up to the fullness of the stature in Christ." And and so again, he's talking about spiritual growth and physical growth, about being no more children. And and so we've got we've got Peter and Paul, leaders of the church, likening physical growth and spiritual growth. Uh, a parallel there. And of course, there's also First Corinthians three three through verse fifteen, and people hesitate—not uh, hesitate—they fail to understand this, or they they hesitate believing it into their own lives. Where he's he's chastising them, and he he says, "My little children," he says uh, he says, "I've fed you with milk, though I wanted to feed you with solid meat, but I can't. You're not even now able to grasp it." Why? Because you have envy, strife, and divisions in your life. What do I mean? Some are saying I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos, and he's, he's talking about how the Lord is the gardener. The Lord is causing everything to to everyone to grow and everything. And he's talking about envy, strife, and divisions. And he says he says you're. He said now I've got to feed you with milk because of these things. So one of the things of of childhood, spiritual childhood, is dealing with envy and strife and divisions. You have only to look at Facebook There's pages to look at some of that. Or your local church or whatever the case is. But he says you're like a little child. In fact, Paul said you're, you're, not, you're living like you're not even born again. Do you know Christians who are living like they're not even born again? He, he likens it and he says this, it's because they have envy, strife, and divisions in their life. Uh, Paul talked about the little children, my little babies, my little children. I'm travailing in birth again. That's because they were struggling with a, a, a doctrine of, of leaving the things of Christ and grace and going back into into legalism and the law. And so there are things there. In fact, uh, you know what people fail to understand is Romans two four. Romans two four says, "Do you not know that it's the goodness of God that causes you to repent? The goodness of God leads you to repentance." We have to understand that it's it, it, when I'm gonna say it this way. If you grace empowers a person, and with the Lord giving us grace, giving us time, giving us opportunity to grow up, he's empowering us to make right decisions. But in each case, in, in 1 Corinthians 3, in Galatians 4, in 1 Peter 2, Peter it, Peter and Paul put it right on the person. Desire the milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Lay aside uh, doctrines which uh, Cause you to be tossed to and fro. In fact, Paul goes on to say there, I'm going to read here. He says, he says, speak the truth in love and grow up into him in all things. Grow up into him in all things by speaking the truth in love. Um, he says that you're no more like children tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine and the slight of men. Uh, and he goes on to say, he says, he says, you have not so learned Christ. If you're taught of him, and the truth is in Jesus, then put off the things of your former lifestyle and and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness. So put away lying. Be angry, but don't sin. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Don't give place to the devil. Let him that stole steal no more. Let no cursing come out of your mouth. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Paul goes on and is talking about the things you should be doing and growing up. And, and these are things that people struggled with in his time. Now, what's sad is that so many people today would look at a Christian who's struggling with a a habit, something they've dealt with maybe for a long, long time. Even what Paul would say in 1 Corinthians 3, he said, I desired to to feed you with solid food, but I can't now. Uh, I've just fed you with milk even now because you've got envy, strife, and divisions. In other words, Paul is saying that they should have grown up in these areas. He's looking from the outside and he says, you should have grown up in these areas already, but you haven't. So therefore, you're still a baby in Christ. You see, we live in a in a in a society which is mistaken, a, a church culture which equates knowledge with growth, and that's not what Paul or Peter are talking about. It doesn't matter if you've got a stack of Joyce Meyer and Copeland and you know, John Wimber, whoever, teachings next to you on your recliner. You've got a stack of journals on that. It's the application. Are you putting on the new man? Are you doing away with envy, strife? Are you doing away with cursing in your life? Are you doing away with uh, anger that you hold on to overnight? Uh, are you are you growing in the in the milk and the meat of the word? Are you are you doing these things? You see, Paul, looking from the outside, said, "My little children, he says, I should have fed you with steak, but you, you've got to have milk here because you're envy, strife, and divisions." And his conclusion was this: He said this, in as you can go on in First Corinthians chapter three. He said this, he said, and I'm going to paraphrase a little bit here, but he said this, if you carry this with you into death, if you carry these envy, strife, and division, and you, you still are a baby where, where I've got to feed you with milk instead of the meat of the word and the meat of life, he said, if you carry this with you, he said, that's wood, hay, and stubble that will be burned away on the day of the Lord Jesus. Now you're going to be saved, but these things will be burned away. And he said, but as one who's come through the fire. See, it's not a question of salvation. It's a question of you should be somewhere in the Lord. You should be somewhere in growth in the Lord. Should you be eating steak when you're still having to be fed with milk because you're in envy, strife, and divisions, or you're tossed to and fro by every teaching that comes across the you know, the channel or, or whatever? Those are, those are characteristics of children. Don't be a child. Grow up. Know Christ. Grow up into him in all things. Let Christ be formed in you, the hope of glory. And, and grow in that. But it's not a heaven or hell situation. It's, it's an accounting when, when we die and stand before the Lord of what we've done with what we've received. And so, yes, you can struggle. And even for years with things, evidently these Corinthians people were, were struggling with that. You know, but later in, in 1 Corinthians 15, Paul said that they're still going in the rapture. They should have been adults, but they are children. And he says, but we will all be changed. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15. So even though these people in Corinth, they had issues with strife in chapter 3. In chapter 6, they were suing one another. In chapter 9, they weren't giving into Paul's ministry or supporting him. In chapters 12, 13, 14, they they were using the gifts and they didn't know what they were doing. They had troubles with their love walk. Different things like that. But Paul said, hey, you're all going. This isn't to excuse anybody or to make an excuse for for, uh, carnality. But it's saying that only God knows if you are struggling with an issue, it's the struggle, it's the overcoming, it's the exercising of your free will to make a series of right decisions to grow in him. That's what counts. That that is what turns wood, hay, and stubble, envy, strife, and divisions. And you lay that aside and, and you produce in your life, as Paul said in 1 Corinthians 3, gold, silver, and precious things, precious stones. Those things will stand the time before the Lord when you give account for your life. The point is that it's not a heaven and hell thing when you're a Christian. You're believing and you may be struggling with things, but you are struggling and that's the good thing. You're an overcomer. Even to the churches in in the book of Revelation, the seven letters there, the Lord says, he who overcomes and he who has ear to hear. Make the right decision. That's how you grow In the Lord, make a series of right decisions. Put away unforgiveness, bitterness, envy, strife, divisions. The the characteristics of being tossed to and fro to the latest fad doctrine that comes along where they grab your money and everything else and your time and energy and just grow up in Christ. Put away cursing. You know, put away anger and wrath and everything and walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, patience, meekness, kindness, things like that. Put those in your life, walk with the Lord, and you'll do well. So understand the difference between relationship and fellowship. You love your child just as much as a toddler that falls down or, or a baby that messes in its diaper as you do when they're a teenager or an adult. No matter what decisions they make, they are still your children. You just want to see them growing and progressing into adults. It's the same way in the Lord. All right, hope you can join us for our Zoom meeting. Hope this has been a blessing to you. Goodbye.